Now, Encountering Hope. We read in the account of Job how he was faithful when all his earthly possessions and joys were removed. Only his life remained. Can you imagine how difficult that must have been? Especially since humans are prone to tightly grasp earthly possessions. In Christ, we have the promise of heaven, of salvation before God, of life everlasting. Yet, we still connect our joys to our earthly home and goods. We hold dear those things we can see and touch. So, among the greatest tests of our faith in Jesus is when all is taken away, except for our life and faith. When that happens, do we cry out, Here am I, Lord, use me. Or do we withdraw into darkness and despair? It's easy to forecast our response when all seems bright and cheerful. It's quite another when death or hardship become our only certainties. If or when that happens, let's use it as a reminder that our earthly possessions are rubbish compared to the hope of heaven. May we rejoice in our heavenly home that's never dimmed by the failings or riches of this world. May we give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. That has been the attitude of Yora and Luda. They're an SGA-supported missionary couple from Ukraine, now joyfully serving the Lord in Israel, despite much being stripped away from them. Yora shares, We want to thank you for your prayers and support for my wife, Luda. She has already completed six chemotherapies and is now on her seventh. Now her condition is satisfactory, but last month there was a severe crisis and she felt very bad. Her body is very weak from the disease and constant chemotherapy. Despite this, we continued to hold home groups and Bible schools, and God gave strength for all this. Luda continues to conduct online training with her sisters every Monday in a home group. A group of cancer patients from Ukraine and Europe has also formed, and she takes care of their souls. God also gives us an opportunity to testify about Christ in the hospital to doctors and cancer patients. Told that Luda might have just a few months to live, they accepted the call to plant a church. A few months later, Luda is struggling, but also serving with joy in her heart. Armed with such confidence in Christ, Yura and his family don't sit idly by, but actively wait on the Lord while serving him. We continue to serve the people who came to Israel because of the war. Since February 24th, 61,000 new immigrants and 23,000 refugees from Ukraine have arrived in Israel, and another 25,000 are expected to arrive by the end of the year. These are people who did not plan to go to Israel, as they had a good economic situation. But because of the war in Ukraine and the crisis in Russia, they came to Israel. This is a different category of people. They cannot find themselves in this society and have neither friends nor the opportunity to work in their specialty. We are trying to serve them, and we want the local community to become a family for them, where they can find friends and, most importantly, God. We continue to pray for these people and plan to start our first service in the new church in January 
and invite all these people. May we too be ready to lose all worldly possessions, to face what life may throw at us, even the very real possibility of death. Then, with peace, say, Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. And with a soul full of joy in our Lord, serve Him with all our hearts, souls, and minds. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Hebrews 12, verse 1. In Hebrews 11, God has provided a long list of individuals who found Him faithful. This, after putting their trust in Him and His Word. At the end of that list is the statement that they all died, not having seen the fulfillment of God's promises. This was written to the Hebrew believers and written for us, as well as succeeding generations. This means that we might very well die before seeing the complete fulfillment of God's promises. Many of those heroes of the faith lost everything, including their lives, but remained faithful to the end, trusting in God. Seeing this great cloud of witnesses to God's faithfulness, we are called to lay aside every weight, every encumbrance, and every sin that so easily entangles us. We're to run with endurance the race that our shepherd has set before us. We're not asked on which course we'd like to compete. Instead, we are placed in the race by a trustworthy creator. He will lead us to the finish line of the course on which he's placed us. We are simply called to run with endurance. That's what Yura and Luda are doing, traveling the course on which the Good Shepherd has placed them. They trust God as they endure the difficult race in which they find themselves. And endurance isn't easy. In a marathon, you become winded and have to fight the desire to quit. There's often discomfort and pain as muscles begin to scream, and a psychological toughness is necessary to leap the physical and mental hurdles. But along with mental and physical toughness, the believer needs spiritual toughness to battle through the difficult and demanding stretches. Yura and Luda have a great cloud of witnesses who have gone before them. They're learning from those faithful heroes to run with endurance the race that is set before them. And they're putting these lessons into practice. Let's continue to do our part, praying for Yura and Luda as they joyfully persevere through the difficult road they're walking. Learn how SGA is sharing the gospel, equipping the church, and helping the forgotten at sga.org.